Hi. Thank you for listening to this message brought to you by First Baptist Church. Here at FBC, it's our mission to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ, and we hope that this message helps you continue to grow in your faith. This audio is property of First Baptist Church, but feel free to give away copies of this message in the hopes that others will be impacted by what they hear. For more information about FBC, or if you want to stay connected with us, visit our website at fbclloyd.ca or look us up on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks, and enjoy the latest from FBC. So we have stopped elevating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God, for God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. So this week at camp, um, and this summer at camp, we've learned a lot about who Christ is and what Christ has done for us. And there's campers here that have, that have heard lots about um, who God is, and some of you have experienced Christ for the first time in your lives. Some of you as cabin leaders have, have had an opportunity to um, pray with campers, um, and they receive Christ into their life. And there's, ca- there's campers here that maybe weren't here this summer, in, in anywhere in the back here, uh, but you've been to camp before also, and you've experienced God and what God's done to you and for you just as well as those that experienced Christ this summer at camp and, and any time that you've experienced Christ at camp, there's something exciting that we can tell others about, about that experience. So this campfire time, oh, it's a time for singing and to rejoice and to, and to reflect on God's goodness through song. But it's ideally a time for us as a whole camp to express some things that God's done in and through us and maybe what God's taught us this last week at camp or what God's taught you other weeks at camp or other years that you've been to camp. God's at work wherever we are, but he, has his, he does unique and awesome things also at Pleasant View Bible Camp. So this is an opportunity um, for us to to put up your hand, and, and we're going to hear some of the things that God's done in your heart 
maybe this week at camp, or at other weeks at camp, or other years at camp, or if you haven't been at camp for a few years, there might be something in your devotional life that you thought, hey, I want other people to learn what God's taught me during my Devo time. Or there might be campers here that, that there's something heavy on their heart. And they would like us to pray for them. And if you put up your hand, and if you have a prayer, requ a prayer request, we're going to do that. There's going to be two people. If you have a prayer request, there's going to be two people that will be praying for you. They will also put up their hands and we'll pray for you during the campfire experience here down at God's Glen. So I'm just opening it up. If anybody has something that they'd like to just put up your hand. And then Naya has the... Um, do you have a cordless? We have one? Okay, one's better than none. Okay, then Vashti has got a cordless there also. So if you have something that you like to talk about, and just to express something that God's taught you through camp, or some experience at camp, or something that God's taught you this week, or in the last few weeks or months, or a prayer request, this is your opportunity. Good morning. I was blessed enough to cook at camp during the summer and I got to spend one week with the senior high campers. And uh, I felt like I worked hard during the day, but uh, our head cooks, we had Mark and Susan, they worked tireless hours out there at camp. And I'm thinking of Marlene, she spent the whole summer out there. So um, I learned a lot about a servant's heart and what it, mm. takes to, what it takes to support the campers, all the energy that the, the counselors bring and the staff bring and the campers bring. And that amazing food that was served um, really uplifted them as they were out there so that they could focus on God and having fun as well. So it was an absolute blessing to be out there and, yeah, an amazing job at camp this summer. Cool. Thanks, man. Anybody else got something they'd like to just, just put up your hand if you got something that you'd like to say? We'd love to hear it. Thank you. Um, it's been a lot of years since I was at camp. I actually was hired to direct Pleasant View in 1994, so that was a long time ago. And now whenever Bonnie and I, we, we go out to volunteer sometimes, help on registration days or whatever the case may be, and we just get tired looking at all these guys running around. So, uh, But it's an amazing place, and, and lots of amazing things have happened out there. But like I said, it's been a long time since I was at camp, and so this isn't actually a, a lesson from camp, but just this morning. I was, I was reading this, this Devo, and a statement jumped out at me. It said, you can't worry and worship at the same time. Mm. It said, um, it's impossible to focus on God's goodness, faithfulness, power, and might, while also feeling weak, worried, afraid, or alone. So, whoever may need to hear that this morning... If you're feeling anxious, worried, whatever the case may be, I just, like I said, that jumped out to me this morning, and I just wanted to share that with you all here, that if we focus on God, just like we did here just a moment ago, just singing and focusing on Him, and if we're focused on Him and all His attributes, it's impossible for us to worry. So maybe you needed that this morning. Thanks, Dar.
morning. I was not a camper at, at Pleasant View, but I have helped out over the years with odds and ends that I could do. And uh, it's it been a fun experience in my life. Uh, one thing, um, I guess I, my first time to volunteer at camp was in 1964, and I was going to be camp nurse. Now, 1964, mm. that's 58 years ago. That's even before Pastor Doug was born. <laughs> so it was quite interesting. We didn't have a pool in those days. We used the lake, and we were thankful for the lake. Also, we had to warm up the water for washing dishes mm. in big metal wash tubs on the old wood stove, and that was quite a chore. There are many other things that have changed since then, too. But one thing I've always been intrigued about and fascinated about how God supplies all the needs for camp. You know, it's nothing short of a miracle mm -hmm. how he would, in the urgency of the time and at the last minute, provide a cook, a counselor, mm -hmm. um, a speaker, or any other special need. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was really amazing how he could um, orchestrate things and bring it all together just in time. So it's uh, been a, an amazing journey over many years. The camp didn't start when I did. Uh, it was going much longer than that and for many years before. So it's amazing how God has over the years been helping and orchestrating that work. Camp is the perfect place to learn to trust God. Mm. Concept to think that God uses a team to accomplish his purposes. It's not just one person, it's a team working together. And uh, many, many ways we can help and do our little bit. So today we just stop and thank him for what he's mm -hmm. done. It's been amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's interesting, Linda, that you, Linda, that you brought that up, because there was a prayer request that we had um, not that much before camp started that we were, we had 30 young campers, young males that w had registered for camp, but we didn't have enough cabin leaders for it. And exact same thing happened. Um, I just, people would say, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I said, it's out of our hands. It's not... It's not my camp, staff. It's not your camp. It's not the church's camp. It's God's camp. And he provided. All those 30 boys, they ended up at camp. So it had nothing to do with us. But God prompted different people at the right time, and they said yes. So, yeah, thank you. I'm sure there's lots more that would like to say something. I was, I was thinking about, um, like, there's, there's cabin leaders here that, that, um, that I know this summer have, have prayed with and have talked to a, uh, a camper about the Lord, and that camper's received the Lord into their life. And I was just wondering if, if we have one cabin leader here, no one I'm looking at, could tell us that story. Sure. All right.
Man, this is a pretty special story to me because it's, well, maybe she'll tell you. All right. It was, what was it? It was preteen two, and uh, we had just finished up Devos for the night, and we were heading to the campfire. And I noticed that one of my campers looked kind of distressed, and I was like, oh, okay. So I went over and talked to her, and she's like, hey, can I talk to you in private for a minute? I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So we went outside, and um, she's like, yeah, it's just I've been thinking for a really long time, and I'm, I'm ready to accept Christ. And it's just been, on, it's been weighing on me like a burden for like years now. And I, I'm finally ready to um, accept God. And uh, she was crying. She was really upset. She's like, but I'm really, I'm really ready. So we talked for a little while um, about like what everything meant and of what this meant for like her life going forward. And we prayed. And she said that uh, she just felt like a burden was lifted off her mm. shoulders. And she was so 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 happy and it was just really awesome to see and uh get to experience that with her it was really awesome yeah Uh, that's awesome that is more than awesome praise the lord we um and then when brianna when she told me then she told me that it was one of our granddaughters and um, so it's pretty cool. Um, I'm well. I'm thinking of a of a, a this junior high kid that came to camp, um, and I talked to him after after the speaker. Um, Nate had said, if anybody wants to stay back in the chapel, and we can, and you'd like to hear more about who, what Christianity is all about and who God is. And so this boy and another boy, these, these two boys stayed back. And, and I, got, and I talk, told them about who Jesus is and what he's done for us and, and, and what it means to be a follower of Jesus and to be a Christian. And um, so he took all that in and and, and he said that he'd be back for junior high too, junior high, the second junior high. And um, so in my heart, I, I just kept praying for him. And, and, I, and I, for some reason, I just thought just the way he was asking these questions that, that he would give his life to Christ this summer at camp. And during our campfire Wednesday night, it was similar, I, similar feel to this, to be honest. Just this one here is not hot. Um, but he stood up and we, we said, is there anybody that would like to talk about their... And I said, what happened? Like, when? And, and he said, after he went home from camp, after junior high won, when he got home, he got thinking about... And I challenged him to read the book of John. And he read all four, chap- all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And he said when he was done reading those four Gospels, he definitely believed that Jesus was who he said he was, that he was the Son of God, and that he would take away, and that he has died to take away the sins of the world and to take away his sin. And he said he accepted Christ into his life, during the week and after camp, and he just, he just said, God, 
I just, I want you in my life. I believe in you, and I want, and I'm going to follow you for the rest of my life. And it was just phenomenal to be a part of that journey with him. Um, he said as soon, as soon as he talked to God about him and about, about who he was and, and that he believed in him and, and wanted to live for him, he said a strange thing happened. He said it felt like there was a burden just lifted off his back. That he was, he said, my personality, something changed within me. He said, it was weird. I don't act the same way I used to prior to being a Jesus follower. And it was just, it was way too cool. Anybody else got anything else they like to talk about in regards to camp experience? All right. Um, hi. Hello. I don't know if this is working. But anyways, um, there we go. Uh, I was a camp counselor for the first time this summer. It was pretty cool. Um, very stressful, a lot more stressful than I thought it was, but that's okay. Um, I really, really enjoyed it, uh, but there was a really cool moment, and that was junior high one campfire, because that was the first campfire where everyone genuinely, like, not that they didn't pray before, but it was like a very, we were very close-knit group, at the time, I don't, I'm not all too sure why, but it was a very, like, everyone was praying for each other, and it was a really emotional time, but I thought it was really cool because you could really see God working through each and every one of the kids at that campfire. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my group, when we got back to the cabin, was emotional, which is, like, normal, um, but they were, the, the disconnect that was, like, in our cabin disappeared that day like after that it was we were, we were much closer mm-hmm. everyone was like much sharing. so I thought that was like a really cool moment to see that switch within all of the girls within our cabin so I don't know I thought that was a pretty cool time yeah, it's awesome. um, the other really impactful moment for me was uh, I had a girl in preteen one I believe yeah preteen one and uh, she came up to me after our speaker had uh, talked about giving your life to Christ uh, and doing the prayer with the whole group. And she had said, she's like, you know, I wanted to give my life to Christ, but the speaker prayed too fast. So, her words. Uh, <laughs> and so, she wanted to, um, she said, can I, like, pray with you outside? And so, we went outside and we prayed, and she gave her life to Christ for the very first time, so that was pretty cool. Um, and so to be a part of that moment was pretty special. Hmm. Thanks, Vashti. That is, that is really special. Um, as cabin leaders, and for those of us all that have worked at camp or been around camp, the, um, the opportunity that you have at camp to encourage others in the Lord, but to pray with non-believers that give their life to Christ, um, it's... It's an amazing, an amazing journey. And, it, and there's kind of a limited, there's not a whole lot of mm, times in our life that we have that much influence or that much opportunity for Christ to work through us directly so that lives will be saved and that, and that God will transform lives as a result of camp ministry. Um, I'll just give you a bit of, a bit of, Thoughts here. What happened in at the end of June? We had we had day camps. So day camps are for 
or for camper or for schools, they've they call me and they book in a day that they can come out with their, their class to come out and enjoy the camp experience. So we just, as staff, we, we give them a whole bunch of skills and things that they can do. So we had, had a week of that this year, and we also had um, four or five days of staff training this year, at, right at the end of June, and that was, that was awesome, thank you. Tia, for all that you've done there. Um, and we had phenomenal um, staff come out again. Like, like, it's just, it's, I say it's unbelievable, but it's so believable when you're, when you're as a staff in the lounge and you're reflecting on God's goodness and we're, we're crying together and, and connecting closer and closer to our Lord and Savior. Um, it's, it's a, staff training is, is an experience that more of us should have an opportunity to be a part of. Um, this year, praise the Lord, we had six, six full weeks of camp. Um, so that was, that was phenomenal. Um, from 2020, no, and then like, in last 2021, we had three weeks, and then praise the Lord, there's six. Uh, so that's awesome. And this year, we had 11 LITs that came, and they... Um, they were just, I'm so excited about our LITs to what they did this year after they finished the program to what they're going to continue to do next year and the years to come. Um, Avery was one of the leaders for LITs, Janelle Frank, Tori Baton. Um, it, was, it was great. Um, but the one thing that I want to, and we have, I mean, we have, you guys go without saying, all the volunteers and the people that pray for camp, it's, it's, it's just a God thing. And, it's, and you realize that it's not your camp, like I say, it's not FBC's camp, but God's given us this opportunity for, to use us in his, in his kingdom, in his kingdom building. Um, so this year we had 476 total campers, and there was 79 first-time commitments to follow Jesus this year at Camp Alone. So, yes. and rededications, there's 58 kids rededicate their life to say that they're going to continue on to live for the Lord. Is there anybody else have any prayer requests or anything else they like to talk about in regards to camp? I don't want to, I don't want to close this segment off real fast. Somebody? Oh, please. Awesome. May God guide my words. <laughs> May God guide my words. Um, I did have an opportunity to go to camp. Excuse me for a minute. Um, But this church is awesome. The youth group, I grew up here. I was baptized here. And they would take the youth group out, I remember, to camp. And I have one spe special memory. Mr. Norm Helm led us in a devotional by the fireplace. Mm. And the camp was much smaller. That was kind of the end of the camp. There, it hadn't been built on yet. And I don't even think there was a swimming pool. I'm not too sure. But those are precious memories. And... 
this church has a backbone so strong. It's weathered many storms. And the roots of this church are really very deep. And they've taught me many things. And to always remember to pray together and just to love each other. And um, I just have two requests if we could pray together. My heart goes up to Kenton and Sandy Giesbrick today in the family. First, the loss of Sandy's father. If that would be okay if I, we could pray together. And then our phones keep going off. I, I didn't want to stand up. I have to tell you, I didn't want to stand up. But I'll feel like I'll disobey if I don't. So if we could bow in prayer. Dear Jesus, your love is so wonderful. You are such a good God. I just thank you for the comfort here today. There's such unity and peace. That is not just for today. That's been through many years. And we thank you for each and every one here today. It's not a mistake we're here. It's divine appointment. Mm -hmm. And we are being fed today. And we thank you, especially for all the next generation coming up. Bless each and every one. And thank you for blessing that camp. And it's going to grow in a mighty way. We are so grateful. Thank you for the years Kenton has put in, and so many others. I won't even begin to name, but the Giesbrick family needs a special hug today. And I thank you, Father, that we will remember to keep this family in prayer. They are loved by so many, and they are precious to so many. And we also just pray whatever's going on, all I'll say is the phones, the alerts. You mm -hmm. are in control. Mm-hmm. We snatch the eye of the power that thinks it's driving evil in our province. It will not continue. And we take authority and we break down this evil in the name of Jesus Christ. We're two or more gathered. You're here with us also. And we can do this now. Whatever we agree with on earth is done in heaven. And we just praise you and we take you at your word. Holy Father, thank you so much. And thank you for your blessings. And that we will have safety as we leave this place, safety in our province, safety in our country. We are quick to give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Um, I think I've got a few more minutes. Around the campfires this summer, we, um, we wrote down some of the responses that some of the campers had. And, and they're just, I wrote down a few, I mean, I... I got a few here I'd like for us to read, for me to read to you. And just think about these, um, these responses that these campers have. Okay. This person's, this camper said, I've always believed in God, but this camp has helped me to understand him. Another one. The camp has inspired me to be a better Christian. Read the Bible more and understand it's not just a parable. I like this one too. It says this. This person said this. I'm so thankful for this camp because I've never been, I've never been too sure about God. He continued. This camp has taught me about him and has let me make that choice without forcing me. And that 
I think it was a guy said that. That was just, that just broke me inside. Another one said, when I first got to here, I was scared and didn't know how it would turn out. But now I'm so happy with how it turned out. Another camper said, I, I never knew that Jesus took our sins away. And the last one said, and just right before communion, we're going to, I would just read this one. Another camper said, I never knew that when Jesus took our, took our sins away, he doesn't, remember any, he doesn't remember anything about them. Um, these are just from the hearts of campers around the fire that, um, it's, just, it's just awesome how God's at work and God's speaking to kids and lives are changed and, uh, and we get to be a part of it together as a church body together. Um, as the servers um, hand out communion, um, they'll do that now, and then we're going to we're going to have communion together, and um, so that'll be what will happen next. Thank you. you can keep the music going there, Joel. That'd be cool. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord Himself on the night when He was betrayed. The Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body which is given for you. Do this and remember and remember to remember me. In the same way he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this to remember me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. This is why you, sh you should examine yourselves before eating the bread and drinking the cup. Um... Let's just talk to God. Father, I thank you. And we all thank you from the bottom of our hearts for your love for us, for your life change, for the hope that we have. Thanks, God, for sacrificing your own son for us, that he took on the punishment, the sin for the whole world. Thank you for that gift. As we partake together, help us to really seriously think about that gift and your goodness in us and to us. Thanks, Father. Amen.
We serve a good God. Amen is right. We serve a great God. And someday, those that are his followers, and I often think about this, eternity is a long time. Eternity with the Lord and with each other as, Jesus, as his followers, that seems pretty sweet. So um, encourage one another all the more you see the day of the Lord approaching. All right, that is our campfire Sunday. Um, but we do have some very, very important announcements that, that you should be reminded of or maybe made aware of. Um, next Saturday, this coming Saturday, is our backyard barbecue in on the green space. Woohoo! Yeah, there's some excitement. All right, kids, don't forget to make sure that your parents get you. And that starts at 12 o'clock. So that means when you come at 12 o'clock, that means, oh, they're inviting us for lunch. You're right, we are, because 12 o'clock means lunch. So come hungry and come and enjoy food all afternoon, basically. So, but it goes, goes from 12 to 4. Um, the kickoff Sunday is this coming, it will be the day after, so kickoff Sunday starts at 10 o'clock, um, this coming Sunday. Um, and the youth, they kick off their, um, the youth kickoff happens Sunday night also, goes from 6.30 to 9, grades 7 to 12. And thank you um, for praying already for um, our family, and thank you for the, um, the prayers that many of you and the support that you've given my wife. And um, yeah, so a celebration of Ross's um, life will be on Friday at two o'clock right here. So um, yeah, that would be just so you know about that too. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a great summer at camp. Um, we're really looking forward to 2023. There's, we've already started making plans, starting to book in some speakers, and got some ideas already going for camp theme. Um, thank you so much for all the behind-the-scenes volunteers, people that have just tirelessly helped out and made things happen. Um, it's all for God's glory and, and for kingdom building, and God uses each and every one, even though you're not around the campfire every night and in the cabins talking to these campers but the campers wouldn't be there if there wasn't a bunch of you that made it happen for that experience in the cabin to happen, if that makes sense. So we're doing this all together, but only for God's glory, and, and um, we look forward to another great year serving God here at FBC and at the extended arm of Pleasant View Bible Camp. So thank you, have a great day, and we'll see you on Saturday.